Life of a Bastard Child It was a hot sunny day in the month of July and Valinda was sitting on the porch when all of a sudden a violent labor pain had hit her. The pain was so intense that it brought her to kneel quickly and it had her gasping for air every free chance she got, but somehow beyond the shooting sharp piercing pains. She yelled out to her boyfriend who was busy cutting edges out front of the apartment. Lulu as she screamed in agony. Yes as Lou answered back feeling very uneasy by the tone of her voice. Come here, help me as Valinda spoke so intensely. Lou dashed to Valinda aid as he found her laying in a fetal position on the porch screaming from the pain. Lou as she grunted it's time for the baby to come. Are you sure Lou asked? Yes baby I'm very sure it feel like my water is about to break. After Valinda said that he became very excited on what she had said. The two always talked about starting a family but it never happened but now they wishes had been granted because she was on a verge of giving birth any second. Lou began getting her up as he locked the front door and then rushed her to the car. Careful, easy honey as Valinda told Lou as he easied her down in the passenger seat. All the way there the labor pain would continue to fade in and out as they drove, Lou was on edge because he was excited and nervous all at the same time. By that it made him sweat very hard and heavily. Lou drove a half of block coming up to a red light and when he did Valinda let off a painful moan and at that very sound made Lou hit the accelerator and run the light, because he didn't know how much longer that they had before the baby came. A policeman patrolling the area had seen Lou older model Monte Carlo run the light and began going after him by putting on the blue lights. The siren went off Lou looked up at his rear view mirror and shouted out damn as he looked over at Valinda as she was clenching her stomach thinking about she could deliver at any time. No god not now is what Lou said as he pulled the Monte Carlo over. After he done that he got out quickly and walked up on the cop's car looking very nervous begging the cop for mercy not to take him to jail for the fact that his girlfriend was going into labor. The white policeman told Lou to come down as he got out of the squad car and escorted Lou back to his Monte Carlo to see what was going on and to see if he was telling the truth. When both walked back to Lou's car Valinda was crying and began yelling at the cop. The policeman saw that Lou isn't lying by how she looked meaning by her heavy sweating accompanied by loud moans and very huge stomach she was holding on to, so the cop immediately call and dispatch to inform the hospital about the situation. He told Lou to trail him as he turned on the lights and siren. The officer guided them all the way there and when they made it to the hospital the emergency room staff came out and began placing Valinda in a wheelchair they had ready and rush her in quickly. After Valinda was inside Lou began to park in a proper parking space and proceeded to go in and see what was going on with his future baby mama. Lou walked up to one of the nurses station and told the desk assistants that he just brought his pregnant girlfriend in and she was about to give birth. The lady asked sir what is your girlfriend's name? Lou began to wipe his face from sweat with a old Popeye's chicken napkin he had got out of his car before he came in. 
Lou stopped in mid-wipe and stared the mid-twenty-ish looking young black lady directly in her eyes and said Verlinda Verlinda Bankster ma'am from his mouth that was quivering from his rapid heartbeats that made him stutter while talking to the young black lady who is at the nurse assistant's desk. Okay sir. One second please said the young black lady as she began to type the name into the computer along with other information he given from all the questions she asked him. While they were talking a loud voice came across the hospital speakers. Paging, Dr. Watts, Dr. Watts you're needed in surgery. Instantly Lou thought about Valinda. A vision of her on a operating table entered his mind and the fact that his family was about to start made him feel a warm sensation of happiness inside. The young black lady at the nurse station told Lou that Valinda was in room 119 and was getting in preparation for labor. Lou replied back with thanks. Can I go see her? The lady said yes sir you sure can. Just shortly after she said that Lou's phone began to ring that was on silent, he kept it on silent mode because Lou had several calls often from different women that he keeps secret from Valinda. Lou said thank you to the young black assistant as he reached in his pocket to grab his vibrating phone leaving the assistant desk headed to the exit doors of the hospital, as he was walking he noticed the incoming call was from Mary. Mary Womack was Lou's other lover and he often went from Valinda to Mary and so forth. Both women knew about each other and really couldn't stand one another Lou had the ongoing affair with the two for several years. Hello said Lou as he pushed the accept button on his phone. Hey boo. Whatcha doing said Mary in a sexy seduction sounding voice. Lou, nothing at the hospital waiting on Verlinda to have this baby. Mary, Mew. Although I don't really like her congrats. Lou, thanks. Mary, so can I get a chance to see you later? Lou, I don't know about that. I'll probably be out here with Verlinda all night. Mary, but baby I really need to see you I have something very important to tell you. Lou, what is it? Is it good or bad tell me now? Mary know what I need to say need to be said face to face. The very thought of Valinda having a baby by Lou made Mary's blood boil with pure hatred and jealousy and she vowed to herself that she would do everything in her power to break them up by turning them against each other. Lou, Aurelie. Mary, really. By that being said so I'll see you later right? Lou, I guess. I will give you a call later and we'll see what's up. Mary, okay baby, I really miss you and want to see you and want to feel you inside of me tonight. Lou, you want to feel me inside of you huh? I think I can handle that situation. Lou started laughing. Then continued to walk to the smoking section of the hospital and proceeded to pull out a half of pack of Newport 100 Sidrets to light up one. Mary, well babe I guess I'll talk to you later then I got some errands to run and plus hit the grocery store. I love you baby. Lou, okay Mary. I love you too bye. Mary, bye. 
Lu hung up the phone and placed it back in his pocket and took a long drag from his cigarette while doing that he noticed a old white man with oxygen mask approaching him. Excuse me young man said the older guy could I have a light? Lu replied sure and reached in his front right pants pocket and pulled out a blue Bic lighter and handed to the older gentleman. The older guy reached out his liver-spotted hand and grabbed the lighter trembling while he sparked the tip of a Marlboro then handed it back with a thanks young man. Lou replied back with a no problem. So the two continued smoking and briefly chatting, and the subject came up why they both were there. Lou told the guy that he was there because his girlfriend was going into labor. And the old man said he was there with his son and daughter-in-law because his grandson had fell and hurt his ankle and they were there getting rays done to see if it's broken. As the guys kept talking Lou was looking at the older dude mouth move but mind was off in space thinking about Valinda and the baby that was coming. The two didn't know the sex orient their child was going to be because they wanted to be totally surprised when the doctor told them. Lou put the cigarette out and told the older gentleman excuse him as he needed to see what was going on with Verlinda. He began walking in the direction of the hospital. Ding ding as the motion sensor went off as Lou entered the building. Chapter 2 Verlinda was heavily sedated and felt very little pain during the absent of Lou. Knock knock as Lou came into the room looking at Verlinda lying there very still with a glowing or look on her face as he began asking was she okay. She replied with yes baby I'm okay how are you? He quickly responded with fine with a great sound of excitement in his voice looking into her eyes while gently grasping and massaging her hands. Baby as Lou said. I'm so excited and I love you very much and I will always cherish this moment. After Valinda 100 heard that a tear began to roll down her cheek and when it did Lou wipe it with a tissue that he grabbed from the box of tissues sitting on a table next to Valinda. Verlinda then replied, I love you too baby and will also cherish this moment of having your child I think I'm the most happiest woman in the world right now. After she said that both began hugging and shortly after a nurse entered the room and informed the two that they will be rolling Valinda into surgery soon. Both replied with okay and the nurse did a 360 turn 100 and exited the room. As the two began talking again a sharp labor pain had hit Valinda and Lou suddenly stopped talking and put his undivided attention to Valinda saying breath, breath baby breath. She instantly began doing her breathing techniques that was taught to her in childbirth classes Valinda and Lou intended. The nurse was in the hall and came back in when she heard Verlinda breathing hard and began rushing her into surgery. As she started willing Valinda away Lou was behind them and out of nowhere another male nurse popped up and told Lou that he would have to come with him and get 100 into scrubs if he wanted to be in the delivery room with his girlfriend. Lou had a frantic look on his face of confusion but told the male nurse okay as he yelled out to Valinda I love you baby as they rolled her away. 
Lou followed the nurse into a section that was down the hall when inside the nurse went over what was expected in the delivery room and he asked him to remove all contents from his pockets and place them in a basket that will be locked up and informed him that it was strictly precautionary procedures for their 100 hospital policies when couples are in surgery. Lou began emptying his pockets into the basket asking small questions on the delivery process of babies etc. Afterward the nurse did the intake paperwork and handed Lou the scrubs package he began getting suited. Then both proceeded to walk back down the hall to the delivery room where Valinda was and when he saw her on the table he began to get a hot flash and very lightheaded with rapid throbbing heartbeats followed by heavy sweating that caused him to pass out. Once Lou blacked out he lost the functionality of 100 his body and became limpless causing him to lay lifeless on the delivery room floor. The operating staff saw he collapse and they quickly aided him and took Lou to a small room where they checked his vitals, luckily they came back okay as Lou gradually came to explaining what had happened. The staff told Lou that they thought it would be better for him to stay there in the room and also said don't worry sir that you're not the only one who's passed out and had a situation like this before. After Lou heard that he and the small staff began slightly laughing as Lou laid 100 back on the couch that was there in the room and told Lou that they will keep him posted on Valinda delivery as they laughed out. Lou shut his eyes and drifted off thinking about the Linda to the soft mellow mood hospital music playing over the intercom. Fading in and out Lou laid on the couch for a total of 30 minutes until a person from the delivery team entered the room saying excuse me sir, I will like to speak with you please about a situation on what has happened. Lou sat up and began rubbing his eyes and mouth where a tiny spat of 100 slobber formed on his upper shirt area. Yes, yes as Lou respond, congratulation of your new healthy 8 pounds 7 ounces baby boy. Soon as Lou heard that he jumped up and hugged the delivery room assistant very tightly causing the assistant to grasp for air from the hug. Thank you. Thank you is what Lou said as he released the assistant from the strong bear hug. Sir I also have some bad news for you also. Unfortunately your girlfriend has just died. What are you serious stated Lou. Yes sir I am. We've tried everything we could to stop her from 100 bleeding but we couldn't stop it and she passed almost shortly after she delivered the baby sorry to be the barrel of bad news my condolences goes to you sir as he walked out the room. Lou sat back on the couch in such disbelief on believing Valinda was dead and he started to cry thinking about life with him and his new son living without her. Another 20 minutes went by and a young lady came in with a clipboard and asked Lou have he thought of or decided on a name for his newborn son. Lou looked up very 100 puzzled and said could he have a little longer before he gave a choice and also asked her could he get his side rets from the lockup station because he desperately needed one badly. No problem sir as she motioned him to follow her to retrieve his side rets. Lou got all the content from the basket and began walking to the exit area of the hospital headed straight towards the smoking section. 
Well I can't believe this is what he said reaching for his half of pack of Newport cigarettes and lighting up one. The voice from the doctor assistant's 100 saying Valinda has died is what constantly rewinded in his head. He took long hard drags off his side ret shaking his head trying to come to the conclusion of that this wasn't a bad dream and very much reality. The smoking section was extremely packed with all sorts of smokers and made Lou feel kinda uneasy from the stuffy smoking section part and bad news he just received about Valinda. A white older lady saw Lou looking very depressed and gradually made her way where Lou was standing and struck up a small conversation with him. It's a nice day we're 100 having young man. Lou replied with I guess so. You guess so said the old lady, it's beautiful out here. What's the matter young man? Lou looked the lady in her eyes holding back his tears trying to hold a straight face and said I just lost my girlfriend who just gave birth to his son. The old lady said sorry to hear that and gave Lou a hug rubbing his back saying God bless you son God bless you. Lou couldn't hold back any longer and broke down like a 12-gauge shotgun letting out a loud sobbing outburst as tears 100 rolled down his face like a waterfall. When he did the crying outburst several people who were smoking looked over at Lou and the older lady who was hugging Lou. When Lou noticed the stairs he began getting his self together and somehow managed to bring his tears to an end and began drying his face with his shirt sleeve. The older lady told Lou that she would keep him in her prayers as she gave him a quick hug as she walked off. Just as she walked off Lou's phone began to ring. Ring 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 Lou grabbed 100 his phone from his upper right shirt pocket and answered with a sad sounding hello. On the other end was Mary, and she responded with what's wrong baby why are you sounding so sad? Lou answered back with Verlinda just died after giving birth and I don't know what I'm going to do now. When Mary heard Valinda was dead in her heart she felt a thrill of evil happiness but reacted concerned and sounded very sorrowful saying. Are you serious baby I hate to hear that but on the inside she was kinda excited and felt a sense of relief knowing 100 Verlinda was out the way and could have Lou all to herself. The two talk for five minutes more and afterwards Lou walked back in the hospital towards the nurse station. A nurse saw Lou walking up to the desk and before he could get all the way there she quickly said could I help you? Lou replied with I would like to see my newborn son ma'am. What's your name sir? Lou Washington, my girlfriend just died after giving birth her name was Verlinda Bankster, one moment please as she replied entering the information he gave her into the computer. All 100 okay here we go is what the nurse said. Follow me this way sir as she looked at Lou with a delightful smile saying let's head on over to the baby infirmary so you can see your newborn son. As they walked to the baby ward Lou felt nervous thinking about raising his newborn son as a single parent. Chapter 3 As Lou and the nurse got closer to the glass window to view the babies somehow his eyes couldn't turn away from a particular infant that was in the corner and before he could ask which was his son. 
The nurse immediately pointed to the newborn in the corner the same one that his eyes couldn't stray away from and said there's your infant sir. I had a feeling that's was my boy was the voice in Lou's head thinking silently but thanks was the sound that came out of his mouth to the nurse. Once Lou saw his son 100 it seemed to take a little of his burden away because he remembered how him and Verlinda wanted a child. Excuse me sir is what the nurse said. I'm going to need you to give a name for your newborn and also sign the birth certificate. Lou looked at the nurse and said absolutely smiling like a chess cat clearing his throat saying my son name is Ramsey Washington dot 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 nice name sir replied the nurse as they walked back to the desk to complete the proper processing work of the birth certificate. Afterwards they talked briefly about the burial of his 100 girlfriend and what preparations was he going to take. Lou left the desk still in disbelief of Verlinda death headed out of the hospital to his Monte Carlo. Once inside he started his car up and began crying saying why god why punching the steering wheel with quick rapid jabs. By doing that he had scraped a deep chunk of flesh from his knuckles causing it to bleed. Soon as he noticed his injury and saw blood starting to drip he immediately opened up his glove box compartment and grabbed a handful of Popeye's napkins and began applying pressure with a napkin to his knuckle where the gash was. He ran 100 through several napkins before his wound stopped bleeding and when it did he opened up the door and dropped the bloody napkins beside his car then slammed the door. Lou then pulled a cigarette out from his almost empty pack of Newports then proceeded to light it up turning on and tuning his car radio. He flipped through several stations and stopped when he heard old tune called Love and Happiness from Al Green. When he heard that he began thinking about Verlinda and his newborn son while putting the gear in reverse and backing the Monte Carlo up then 100 quickly sped off speeding through the hospital parking lot. A hospital security guard saw Lou sped off and shook his head at Lou as he passed him. But Lou didn't acknowledge the guard head shake and continued to press the accelerator pedal harder. It seemed like Lou ride home was the longest one he'd ever took while driving he came to a stoplight and right beside him pulled up a SUV truck with a couple laughing and talking then he immediately noticed from a side glance a little boy and girl in the back seat and instantly felt a empty void 100 type feeling in his heart from the fact that Verlinda was dead and his happy family he wanted was torn apart from her death. The light turned green and Lou hesitated going forward as the SUV pulled off. He eventually maintained normal speed to blend in with the traffic flow and become several car lengths from the SUV filled with the couple and little boy and girl who were playing in the back seat. A song ended on the radio and a Burger King commercial came on talking about a two-for-one burger special. When he heard that a slight 100 growl from his stomach area sounded and that was a for sure indication to let Lou know it was time to grab a bite. It was a coincidence that a billboard sign said welcome to Burger King was coming up to his right. So he instantly hit his right blinker got in the right lane and pulled into the BK parking lot. It was a long line at the drive through so he decided to go inside and place his order. 
He pulled the Monte Carlo into a vacant parking spot got out and proceeded to walk inside. He walked 100 and headed straight toward the restroom. Lou opened the restroom door and noticed every urinal was occupied so he stood up on the wall waiting for one to become available. A older gentleman with a fake leg was about to leave so he waited until the guy finished his business so he could start his. Lou got through and walked to the sink to wash his hands and continued to head to the front counter to place his order. As Lou got closer. The cashier just finished giving a customer back his change and made eye contact with Lou and said 100 welcome to BK where you can have it your way can I take your order please? Lou looked back at the cashier and said one moment please. Sure, sure said the cashier take your time. Lou looked up at the menu and couldn't make his mind up on choosing the number 4 of 5. He thought for a second and remembered that the chicken sandwich he had a couple of weeks ago made his stomach hurt so he quickly said the number 5 value meal which was a double whopper with fries and drink. The cashier said okay sir what would you like on it question mark 100 loose said I want everything the whole works also supersize it. And what kind of drink would you like said the cashier. Lou replied back with a coke please. Okay your total will be $7.60. Lou reached for his back pocket to grab his wallet and opened it and reached for a brand new crispy $20 bill and handed it to the cashier. The young cashier then grabbed the 20 and put it in the register and proceeded to hand Lou back $12.40 a 10 and 2 ones and 40 cents. He placed the change giving back in his 100 front right pants pocket and stood aside as the cashier waited on another customer and after that person ordered was taken the cashier got a bag from under the counter, turned around and started putting Lou order in the bag starting with his double whopper with the works then fries followed by a large cup for Lou's drink. Lou got the bag from the counter and started walking towards the drink fountain dispensary to fill his large cup full of ice and Coca-Cola. While he was doing so a little girl carrying a doll came up beside him watching Lou 100 full his cup up singing happy birthday to me, happy birthday to me swinging the doll from side to side as she sung. Lou looked down at the little girl and said is it your birthday sweetheart? The little girl said yes sir, I'm 7 years old today. Lou all the big 7 huh dot 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 well happy birthday little cutie. The little girl said thank you as she started to swing the doll back and forth and continue the chant happy birthday to me happy birthday to me. When she did that Lou started laughing at the little girl and put 100 the lid on his big cup and walked into Burger King seating area to eat. Somehow something changed Lou mind about taking his food to go and instead he decided to dine in. As Lou looked around for a place to sit down he began scanning the room by turning his head from side to side and out of the corner of his eye he noticed a empty table in the back and began headed for the table. While passing he couldn't resist on reaching in the fry bag and eating a few before he got there. As soon as Lou 100 sat down he instantly started to unwrap the Whopper and take enormous bites while grabbing his fries and cramming them in his mouth accompanied by long sips of his coke. 
The table Lou was at was the one directly in front of the window in the back and could easily see customers come in and go out and when he looked up from eating to take a drink he noticed an old friend he hadn't seen in years coming into the fast food place. Big Will as Lou shouted at his old associate that walked through the door. William Smith 100 known as Big Will was a very popular guy in the neighborhood for being a big-time hustler. Lou is that you what Big Will responded as he began to walk toward the back area where Lou was sitting eating. Yeah man it's me as Lou got up and reach out for a handshake followed by a quick hug. The two then sat down on opposite sides of the table and began reminiscing about the old days. Wow it's good to see you Lou said Big Will. It's been almost a few years since last time I've saw you.100 I know right said Lou. What you been and up to Big Will? Nothing much just staying out of the way and laying low trying to make a way out of no way as Big Will began laughing while reaching for his pocket pulling out a chunk of money of all hundred dollar bills with a rubber band wrapped around it. As soon as Lou saw the chunk of money his eyes started to buck wide open and soon quickly responded with business must really be good for you huh Big Will? I can't complain as he put the shash 100 of loot back in his pocket and start at Lou and ask what has he been doing over the years and was he still with his girlfriend Verlinda. Chapter 4 As soon as Lou heard what Big Will asked about him and Verlinda made him sick to his stomach and he did all he could about holding the whopper and fries down from being regurgitated. Lou then dropped his head and tears began to flow down his face as he looked back up at Big Will and softly stated that she just died today giving birth to our newborn son. Big Will had a facial expression of disbelief and was totally shocked and surprised at Lou's response. I'm so sorry to hear that Lou as he reached out his 100 arms from across the table and grabbing Lou's shoulders with a nice firm grip asking was anything he could do for him. Lou replied with pray for me bro in monotone voice. I most definitely will said Big Will as he continued holding Lou's shoulders tightly. Then he asked Lou what was he going to do and was he working. Lou tears came to a complete stop as he looked at Big Will with an expression on his face of confusion and stated that life fixing to be hard but he was gonna raise his son to the best of his ability no matter 100 what and also told Big Will that he's working as a handyman until he found something steady. Is that right said Big Will. I think I can help you out with a job to help you through your little financial situation. Oya said Lou. What kind of job and doing what? It's going to be something easy and pays really good if you like. We can talk more about it later tonight as Big Will got up checking the time looking at his diamond bezeled Rolex watch saying I'm running late for this meeting as he reached in his 100 pocket pulling out a business card with his number on it handing it to Lou. Give me a call about 9-ish and we can talk more on it as he leaned down giving Lou a hug saying again I'm sorry about your loss and make sure you call me. Okay said Lou as he just sat there watching his friend walk out of Burger King that left him alone feeling sad and depressed. 
He sat for 15 minutes and finally got up fixing his clothes and grabbed the trash and proceeded to head towards the big trash can in the front of Burger King 100 then exiting through the front door headed back to his Mondo Carlo. He got and started the engine and let the car run for a few minutes and notice he needed gas before he put the car in reverse and bolted out of the BK parking lot. Shortly after merging in traffic he reached for his pack of cigarettes to fire up one and only had two left in the pack so he decided to stop at the gas station close to his house for more smokes and get gas for his car. Luke continued driving, the gas station 100 was about 20 minutes from the Burger King he just left. So he got there rather quickly and pulled in the gas station and up to pump 7. While getting out of his car he was approached by a guy named Harry B. the neighborhood panhandler who was always at the store bugging for loose change from everybody that pulled in. Lou knew Harry very well and often gave him spare dollars here and there from time to time. Harry, what's up Lou? Lou, nothing much. What's up with you? Harry, slow motion man. Need some help. Do you 100 think you can help me out with some spare change? Lou, I knew that was coming. As he started to laugh. Look here dude I'm not going to keep giving you money every time I see you. This it. Matter of fact pump my gas for the loose change I'ma give you put $10 in my tank. Harry, okay I gotcha cool. Lou proceeded to go inside of the station to pay for the gas and get some more side rats. As he walked through the door he seen a long line of people waiting at the register so he decided to get 100 alcohol beverage. Lou gradually walked to the back cooler and opened the door to grab ice cold 40 ounces of beer when he grabbed it he headed directly back to the long line to check out and pay. The line moved slow but it finally got to him to check out and the cashier asked Lou could she help him. He replied with yes can I have $10 on pump 7 and a pack of Newport 100s in a box as he placed the 40 ounces of beer on the counter. She then scanned the beer and placed it in a 100 bag followed by ringing up the gas and cigarettes on the register and responded with your total will be $17.42 sir. Lou reached for his wallet pulling out a $20 bill handing it to her as she took the bill marking it with a pin before putting it in the register draw and giving him back the remaining change. He grabbed the bag and headed out the door back to his car while Harry B started to pump the gas. Right after the pump stopped at $10 Harry placed the pump back while closing the gas cap tightly and walking 100 up to Lou's driver side window to get the loose change Lou was giving him for pumping the gas. He gave Harry all the change that was left from the $20 bill he just had spent in the store. When Harry got the couple of dollars from Lou he started to smile real big and do a little dance move while Lou started up his car and pulled off.
As Lou got closer to home he started to feel sad driving into the apartment building where him and Verlinda lived and depression seemed to really set in and hit him 100 hard as he parked his Monte Carlo in an empty parking space and immediately turned off his car and just sat there thinking on what to do as he pulled out the beer he had just gotten from the store and began taking big swigs saying to himself this can't be real hitting the dashboard with a fist pound. Fifteen minutes already had passed while he continued to drink the beer to it was halfway gone and a relaxing buzz started to kicked in making it more easier to muster up the nerve to go inside of their apartment. 100 Lou finally got out with the remaining of the half beer and headed for the front door of the apartment. He reached in his pocket and pulled out his house key stuck it in the keyhole slowly and turned it as the door began to open. Lou walked inside and flopped down on the couch and began finishing his beer. Soon as the last drop was drank a incoming call had came through his cell phone but Lou ignored it by hitting the decline button and not ever checking the name or number as he began walking to the kitchen and throwing 100 the finished 40 ounces bottle in the trash can while reaching up and opening a bag of Verlinda favorite barbecue skin she kept stockpile on top of the refrigerator beside the trash can. Lou took a bite of the skins and throw the bag down on the floor and began crying with his arms extended to the ceiling saying why god why Verlinda god and then falling to his knees when he did Lou accidentally bumped the table causing the glass top to slide off and shatter all over the kitchen floor. Once he noticed what he did instantly Lou got up trying to avoid 100 getting cut by the glass and started to say damn repeatedly as he reached for the broom that was in the kitchen closet and began sweeping. Then all of a sudden there was a knock on the door. Who is it said Lou. It's him apostrophe s. Rose from next door is everything okay in there. I heard a loud noise. Yes ma'am said Lou as he shouted through the door hoping she would leave because he really didn't like her she was the type that stayed lying and in everybody's business and at this particular time he didn't want to be bothered 100 so as soon as she responded with a okay. He began sweeping up the shattered glass in a pile while putting the broken bigger glass pieces in an old cardboard box and scooping the pile up with a dustpan dumping it in with the larger broken pieces. After the kitchen floor become glass free he picked up the cardboard box and walked through the living room straight out the door headed for the dumpster that was in the back of the apartment building. While walking he saw a young black group of males in a circle smoking weed and doing rap freestyles as he passed by and soon as he did one of the little rap dudes asked Lou do you know anything about this old school? Lou stopped for a second and turned around with a smile on his face and began walking again and when he did the little rap dude flagged him off and joined back in with the rap group as they continued freestyling. Lou finally made it to the dumpster and throw the complete box in it and turned back around headed back to his apartment. As he entered his apartment. To be continued.